Hey, it's Katherine Rayberg. Welcome back to the Counting My Blessings podcast. I am very excited to bring you a special guest today, a very dear friend of mine, Melanie Brown. Welcome, Melanie. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. You bet. It's fun. Right before we click record, we gave each other tours of our work from home space. <laughs> um, so that was really fun. I know Melanie's house really well. Well, pre you um, did a lot of renovations, but once upon a time, Melanie babysat our two younger, our two bigger boys. Um, at the time, they were little, and um, we just got to know each other so well as neighbors in the same uh, neighborhood indicator, and our families just blended so well together. And since that time, I'm so um, pleased that I've stayed connected with Melanie, and she's really become my faith and fitness coach virtually through the years, and she has so much goodness to share. So. That's why I wanted to bring her in today so she can share some of her wisdom with you all that are following along and listening. So with that, Melanie, I'm going to let you take it. Well, thank you so much for having me. It, it is really cool to look back at our paths. I remember the very first time you came to my house and sat on my couch with your newborn baby to kind of interview me. And I was interviewing you about me babysitting for Logan. And, um, I just remember being like, oh my gosh, this girl lives in my neighborhood and we had so much in common right away. We, yep. we shared an interest in faith and we were both boy moms and um, we both loved our careers, which I had stepped away from mine to be at home. And so we just had a lot of interests immediately. So it's neat to see um, you know, how our paths have crossed and then our initial interests, how we've grown with those over the years. Absolutely. So, um, really honored for you asking me to be here today and tis the season to um, try to take care of ourselves in the holidays. And one thing that I, I heard several years ago that is kind of my mantra for December is keep my hustle holy. Hmm, I and love that. I we're going to just start right there because we do get hustling a lot, even with COVID you're hustling to, you know, get the baked things done. Maybe you're going to do outfits or pajamas this year. Um, the stockings, the presents, the Christmas cards, whatever we can just get in such a hustle that we forget the reason of the season. And it is the birth of Christ that we're here to celebrate. So keeping our hustle holy is, is the most important component. Um, but <laughs> we also want to take care of ourselves, right? So what does that look like? So I put together four tips for you today. And um, just want to give you some practical applications of how you can keep your hustle holy and still take care of your temple. Um, here is the deal, friends, that 2020 um, has been a hard year. And we need to just pretty much say it is what it is. I am where I am in my health and wellness journey. Recognize that it is a journey. Um, but implement these four practices now so they can launch you to better habits in 2021. That's awesome. I love starting kind of a, a fresh, clean start in 2021. I think we're all craving that. Absolutely. Oh, a hundred percent. And in all areas of our lives. And here's the thing, these four things are extremely doable and will help all areas of your life, mental, emotional, and physical health. So the first one, drinking lots of water right here. Water is so, so important. Um, we live in the Midwest, Catherine and I live in the Midwest. And so it's definitely colder here. And I find myself don't, not craving water as much as I do in the summer, but it is extremely important to drink that water all year long, especially in the winter, because we're typically more dry in the winter. So when the humidity is less, the air is cool and crisp, 
we need to drink the water. It's good for our skin. So it's good for your complexion and your look, but it's also good internally for digestion. It's also good for mental clarity. There are so many reasons that you need to be drinking water each and every day. So it's funny yesterday in a zoom meeting with the company, I noticed he picked up, he literally had one of those monster chug jugs at his desk. And I would guess we're in different routines, even working from home that before it was probably common to do the water cooler thing, but now sitting at our desk at home, you may just hunker down for hours and not even realize you're not getting up to drink water. So that's a really good example. It is. And I know that I've had people say before, especially teachers say, well, then I'll have to take bathroom breaks and I can't do that. And you've got to figure out what that flow looks like. You know, maybe it looks like in the morning when you first get up, you try to get 24 ounces before Mm. you have out the door to work. So then you use the restroom before your classes start. Or if you know you have Zoom meetings, you know, think about when you should drink and and when you're not going to be able to step away to use the restroom, but it's got to be an important part of your day. Um, There are even apps for your phone where you can um, get trackers, how much water you're drinking and track it that way, Um, or even simply setting a timer. So a lot of us who are working for home, we can get into the grind because we have this much time uninterrupted to work. Um, but it's still important to get up and stand up and walk around and grab some water and give yourself a little bit of a, of a break, just like you would at work, you know, you'd go and get around the water cooler, hang out, go deliver something to another office, grab a cup of coffee, use the restroom, whatever, just to kind of change things up. We need to make sure that we're doing that at home too. Very good tip. I love that. So the second one is rest, making sure you get enough sleep. And I know talking to you, a mama with a little one, that is like, yeah, Melanie, that sounds great, but it's not always possible. (laughs) Up up every two hours last night and he's almost two. (laughs) Oh girl, I I don't miss those days, but um, I also say just embrace and snuggle in because those, those times are sweet. Um, But really and truly, this is something that I was awakened to, (laughs) you like the word awakened to two years ago. When I began um, health coaching through the faster rate of fat loss, one of the very first things my coach asked me was how much sleep are you getting a night? And so I started tracking it and I discovered that I typically only got like five and a half to six and a half hours of sleep. Um, I was staying up late. And I'm an early riser. Yeah. And I I naturally wake up early and I was just trying to push my bedtime a little bit more and more because I thought, oh, I could get a little bit more done. I could do this. Or even if I get engrossed in a show or a book, you know, I'm still robbing myself of sleep. And here's the deal, folks. Sleep is when our body heals itself. So when you are resting and you're sleeping, that's when our cells are able to rest and recover and heal itself. So it is really, really important. And when we don't get enough sleep, our body then is under more stress. When we are under more stress, we have typically higher levels of cortisol being produced. Cortisol impacts your ability to lose weight. It is a hormone that when it's off your weight loss and your overall health is going to be off. And so while people think, oh, I don't need much sleep, we do. Seven to nine hours is what is recommended for the average American. And so I, I use the word average because if you do have that kid who keeps you up at night, maybe you can pass the baton to your spouse. Or yeah. if, you, if you're a single parent and that's not possible, maybe once a week, you know, you can get someone to watch your kids or you can get a nap in. I mean, mm-hmm. uninterrupted sleep is best, but 
it's just so important that we get our sleep in. I think a good, a good point here is I think about it sometimes as self-care that I'm watching a Hallmark Christmas movie late at night, like, oh, it's me time, but I probably need to shift my mindset to thinking the self-care is getting good rest versus vegging in front of a movie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that there is a value to that as well, but if it's robbing you of good sleep time, then yeah, yeah, you definitely need to, to balance that out. Yeah. Yeah. So water and rest, the first two. So the second two, um, it's not going to surprise you because I am a personal trainer and a wellness coach. (laughs) The first one or the the number three tip is to strive to eat whole foods 80% of the time. Mm, Okay. So whole foods are defined as, and this was, this was like mind blowing to me. It is super simple, but yet our society has made, what is whole foods? What is clean eating? What should I eat? What is okay? What is not okay? It made it so complicated. And if you think of it this way, whole foods come from the ground or they have a mother that is considered whole food that really kind of eliminates, is this whole food or not? Um, and here's the thing we can enjoy treats and I enjoy treats just like everybody. Um, I love my glass of wine. I, my love is cinnamon roll. I, I like the holiday treats but we have to do it in moderation. Mm -hmm. And so one of the approaches that I take is I kind of ask myself, especially if you were getting together with others for the holidays, I ask myself, is this worth the calories or could I pass on it? If it's not like, Ooh, this is good. I'm saying like on a scale of one to 10, if this isn't a seven, eight, nine or a 10, do you really need it? Right. And, and if you don't want to offend somebody, take a bite or two, don't take a whole, you know, piece of cake, take it, take a, a small piece, take a bite or two, um, make it worth it, make it worth it. Because the problem is, is when we say yes to just all the mediocre things, that's what gets us in trouble. It's that's not typically the point. special ones. It's okay. Well, there's a birthday, there's a friend coffee, there's this, but then there's the big thing on Saturday that you're it's your son's birthday or whatever, savor it for that. Cause that is the most important. And I can guarantee you friends, if you eat mostly whole foods, your treats are going to taste better. Actually, you're not going to have them as often. So when you do taste them, you're going to say, wow, this is so much more rich or mo- so much more sweet than it was before because you're retraining your taste buds. I love that. And one of the strategies that you helped me learn um, through the fast rate of fat loss was the idea of, of fasting before a meal or, you know, mm-hmm. when you wake up, not necessarily thinking, oh, I got to eat right away. And so I even use that tactic. If I know I'm going to go out to maybe a big dinner or do something mm-hmm. fun in the evening, I kind of even try to fast a little longer and then make some really good choices before that big event. Yes, that's a great idea. And I think you bring up an excellent point too. If you do have a holiday, day event, which I know a lot of us don't, don't leave your house and go to that event hangry. Like that is not good. If you, if you extend your fast and and you fast a little bit longer, cause that's just part of your routine and what you already do. Um, eat some protein before you go just to kind of fill your belly, help level out those blood sugars. So you don't walk in and are like, I need a drink. And then they immediately hand you a cocktail. And the next thing you know, you're drinking on an empty stomach and things can go south really fast. So, so plan and and make sure that you drink your water and you eat a little something before you go. So you're not hangry, make good choices. But yeah, I do. I love that. Um, that tip of, of, you can extend your fast if you're an intermittent faster. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then the last one is move your body. 
Okay, so I know time is tight around the holidays, but here's the thing. It doesn't have to look like, you know, what it normally does. What it can look like is you park a little bit further away from the store, mm. walk a little bit longer, take the stairs instead of the elevator or the escalator. Um, throughout the day, if you're working from home on your lunch hour, go do a walk around outside. If especially like today, it's 53 degrees in December. Who would have ever guessed that? So get outside and enjoy that or hop on your treadmill, you know, for 10 minutes, you can check emails on your phone. We do this a lot sitting. Mm -hmm. So you could walk on your treadmill or your bicycle at home and get some extra movement in. But if you are like Melanie, I've, I've fallen off this year. Exercise hasn't been my thing. Here's what I want you to do. Here's what I recommend. Look and see how many steps a day you get in right now. So maybe you're at 5,000 steps a day because you work at a desk and you are at home and you're not going like you used to. So strive to get that every single day. And when you do that consistently for a week, then the next week, try to up it to 6,000 steps a day. So that's going to challenge you a little bit, but in a healthy way and, and continue to just strive to until you get to 10,000 steps a day. And so if you can't go to a workout class and getting your exercise isn't happening right now, challenge yourself to just get your steps in every day. And the other thing that we have to just kind of reprogram our brains for now and take this into 2021 is 15 or 20 minutes of exercise is good friends. And so many times we get into this mindset of I got to do a half an hour or a, an hour class. Movement is good, any kind of movement. So if your life is just so busy where you're like, I literally only have 10 minutes today, do it and celebrate that. And, and God will reward you in that. He will honor that because you are honoring your body and you're moving in, in the place that you can on that particular day. I love that. I did a 10 minute and 12 second one today. <laughs> yes. yes. And, and it changes everything when you can approach food um, with no guilt and you can approach moving your body with no guilt. Like, okay, I can show up for 10 minutes and 12 seconds today and that's it. And that is good. And yes, it's, it takes, um, it takes time to get to that point and that place of peace, but let that be your prayer. Let yeah. that be your prayer that you can approach your health and wellness and, and find peace in the journey because we're all on a journey and it's not ever always easy. There's going to be ups and downs and we have to embrace that. So let me stop you there for a second. You said, let that be your prayer. And I think that's one of the most impactful things that you've ever taught me was this concept and idea of my faith and my fitness going together. I'm, I don't know why it took me to get into my thirties before you, you gave me this idea, but it's such a beautiful thing that they're intertwined and that um, they can all work together. So maybe talk a little bit about how you dig into your faith and how you pull your faith into your fitness. Okay. No, I agree. And I wasn't in, I didn't discover this until my thirties either. I got a master's in exercise science and I was doing it the way of the world. And I never felt satisfied. I, even when I was at my most fit, I look back at like right before my wedding, I was the most fit I ever had been. And I still didn't feel like it was good enough. I still didn't feel qualified and still had some of that body shaming. And it was after I had my kids that God just completely changed my heart. And I went in to teach a fitness class and it was at a church and, um, I was going to lead them in prayer. And it was through that journey that God showed me look at the different people that are here. We are all made different and we are all beautiful. And 
this is a body that was given to us by God. He resides in it. Like this is his temple. And so it is our responsibility to take care of it. And, and the analogy that I like to give people is, okay, I heard the story that there was this grandpa that gave his grandson this bicycle and the, bi the grandson was so excited about the bicycle and he got on it and he rode it and, and he was so, so proud and excited and the grandpa just delighted in it. Right. And so then a couple months go by and the grandpa comes by and he sees that the bicycle is laying on in the yard without the kickstand and notices the boy is, is playing his game station. You know, like he's doing more of the gaming versus riding his bike and enjoying it. And the grandpa, he's just like, hmm, that stinks. You know, he's, he's not disappointed or hurt, but he just recognizes it. And so then the story goes on. He comes back three months later and he notices that the bicycle then is over against the side of the house and the tire is flat. And once again, the boy is nowhere near it. And the grandpa notices that again. And, and every time he comes over, he notices that the bike is just deteriorating and it just kind of makes him sad and it breaks his heart. This was a gift that he gave to his grandson. The Lord is giving you the gift of your body, curves and all, lacking curves, tall, short, whatever it is, straight hair, curly hair, blue eyes, brown eyes, whatever. God gave you that body as a gift for a reason on purpose. And when he sees us not taking care of it, he's not shaming and guilting us. That is from the enemy, but it just kind of makes him sad because he thinks, I know that you don't feel your very best because your light is not shining as bright as it could. And so when we take care of ourselves, we do shine brighter. People ask me that all the time, how are you are so joyous? Well, I, I, I take time for myself. I make sure I rest and I drink my water and I exercise and I eat right. And I can tell you on the seasons of life when I haven't been doing that, I don't shine as bright. And so it's just, it, it, is, it, is, it makes perfect sense because the Lord gave us our bodies and this is our temple. He resides in it. And so it's not out of, obligation or anger or disappointment or frustration for what I ate yesterday or did or didn't do. It's out of obedience to a God who created me and told me that I was good. So oh, that's, that's beautiful. It, it, you just put it so eloquently and you can tell it comes from your heart because the words just flow. And yeah, um, it's, I really appreciate you sharing this um, with my friends and family. And I was going to say, if you want to continue your goodness from Melanie, she's active on Instagram and you can follow her on with uh, motivated by more on Instagram. And if the, if your interest was peaked on the faster rate of fat loss program that we mentioned, she is starting another round at the end of December. I think you said December 28th. Yes. And, um, if they go to Instagram and my bio, there's a link where they can register. And if you register now you get immediate access. And so throughout the holidays, you'll get a couple emails, um, newsletters from me with some recipes and holiday tips, but you get immediate access to all the information so if you're like, okay, I need that accountability, or I, I just want to start learning because I have some free time and some downtime, it's a great time to get in there and read and begin to learn. And then we'll hit the ground running on December 28th. And I will have another one offered after the first of the year. If you're thinking that's still holiday mode. <laughs> yeah, there's, there are some people. <laughs> yeah, It is kind of a nice quieter time maybe to dig in and get started. And 
Um, yeah, New Year's Eve is always the tricky one for me and wanting to have a few too many cocktails. And I always have to remember that if your body is trying to process alcohol, it can't process anything else. So that's kind mm -hmm. of a, a good reminder, definitely fun to enjoy, but not to have too many. So right. the other, the other program that you and I were chatting about before we click record, and I was excited to share with Melanie, I am exploring going forward in platoon 26 with revelation wellness, just a beautiful program um, that Melanie introduced me to a few years ago and found by Elisa Keaton. So that would be another great one to follow. Mm -hmm. I know I've mentioned it in previous podcasts, but she's amazing. And um, mm -hmm. 26 is a special number in our family. So that's really what's kind of saying this is probably uh, the right time. That's really cool. Yes. Um, I have been an instructor for six years, but I've been following them um, for over 10 years and wow. it's life-changing. I, I mean, the women that I've met through there have been lifelong friends and, um, just the, the teachings, my faith has grown so much, um, through what they offer. And it's, it's just amazing. I highly recommend anyone checking out their podcasts or their workouts. They have free workouts online that you can check out. And it's just so, so good. I love that. Well, you are a blessing to me and I'm um, sharing the world needs. Let's see. It says the world needs you to be who made to be. Mm-hmm. And yep. so Melanie is shining her light and being who she was made to be. And oh, thank you. We count you in our blessings. And with that, we'll, we'll close out today. Thank you so much, Melanie, and have a great rest of the day. Thank you. You too, Catherine. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.